Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cologne Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And we're two best friends going on a fragrance adventure, smelling fragrances, and at times, interviewing great guests like our friend Ross today. Hey, what's going on, dude? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's uh, kind of a bucket list item since you guys started, to be honest with you, because I really appreciate what you guys bring to the segment in our little fragrance niche, because there's not a whole lot of podcasting going on, like true (laughs) podcasting like you guys Right, right. So I, I appreciate the honor of, of having me on. Oh, wow, I appreciate man. you saying yeah, that. Yeah, thanks for saying that. I thought you were going to say it's been a bucket list for you guys to have me on. <laughs> for the I'm, not I'm, not, I'm not that guy. Contrary to, which- to total belief, I'm not that guy. <laughs> well, we're going to say a lot of really nice things about you, but first we wanted to do a little segment that Ryan likes to call, We're going to talk shit to you. <laughs> I'm with it. Okay. <laughs> Not really. I'm, Not I'm, really. A ball, I'm a ball buster, so I'm all for it. <laughs> so I guess kind of a two-part thing to this, because again, we started off watching channels like you, uh, Cubano, hell, some other people out there, mm-hmm. and we've kind of stopped watching some things here and there. All things said, we can look at you and we don't think you're an asshole. <laughs> right. I mean, I just being that. real, I don't think you're an <laughs> asshole. I think you're a human. And so it is kind of perplexing. I mean, we look at the Uday Jerk stuff too. It's, some of it's kind of entertaining, not just with about you, but other people. But it is kind of weird, like where some of this hate kind of starts because it doesn't make sense. And a lot of people don't give valid reasons personally. Before you get to answer, let me kind of reword kind of what you're saying too. Yeah, I butchered the fuck out of that. I think when... When we look at <laughs> when we look at all the content, yours included, I don't see anything from the content that really says anything differently about you than any other person out there making content. Yeah. In fact, I feel like you're so chill in your videos. You're just kind of like, here's what I like. Here's what I'm kind of smelling. Here's this. We just go, why is there such a giant target on your back yeah. uh, by some of these people? So it's funny that you ask because I've gotten to where it's comical because it's been going on for years now. This is a second take on the first group. The first group got shut down for doxing people and basically doing what they're doing now. And if I really wanted to take it seriously, I could go to Reddit and get it taken down. It's severe internet bullying. It really is. Yeah. Right. But that they should be like, oh, well, I guess he's cooler than we thought because I could make these guys start over because that's all it would do is they just have to start another group. Yeah. But because it, it really doesn't bother me. I, I ask people all the time, please stop sending me screenshots. I don't care. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, look, years ago, did it bother me? I'd be lying if I said it didn't bother me, but I got to where I've learned to appreciate it, believe yeah. it or not, as odd as that sounds. Because I've had people tell me in live chats on other people's channels on my channel that that's how they even found me in the first place was like, I got to see what this guy's about. And they end up liking me and subscribing. So yeah, thank for you, sure. to Jerks, for the extra, extra group of people subscribing. Yeah. Um, but what it comes down to is I think my confidence gets mistaken for arrogance often, even when I was much more heavy set. I'm very confident in my actions and the way I speak, the way I think. It's just who I am. I've always been that way. People that know me personally over the years will vouch for that and validate these thoughts because it's just how I conduct myself. And uh, it comes across as arrogant to, I guess, for lack of a better term, those that lack a certain confidence with the way they handle themselves. No. So it's mistaken that way. And I really think that's where a lot of it comes from because I'm just average Joe, I've said this before, like I'm the guy that you cut up with at work. I'm your work buddy, basically, is my relatability. I understand my relatability to my audience. So that puts me in a category with the average everyday guy. So some people look at it as, you know what, why 
why him? Fuck him. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck him. I don't like that guy. I, just, I don't know why I don't like that guy, but I don't like that guy. Yeah. We kind of talked about that troll mentality too of going like people like you when you're they're equal. And then when you start to see success, you start to grow. They start going, hey, wait a second. That guy's not supposed to be better than me no. because they're not making progress. But then you continue to make that progress and that jealousy breeds yeah. some sort of resentment and anger. It's like they want you to still be the local band they don't want you to ever get a record deal right it's so weird they want you to work for peanuts you know we kind of understand like on this end like how i mean we've been doing this podcast for two years and it's grown great on the podcast side of things now we haven't babied other things but right it takes a lot of work to grow something and we mentioned this on your live the other day like we both get it our work outside of this is video work for businesses cars whatever so we understand how hard video work is and we looked at it. You put up over a thousand videos. That is a lot of Almost fucking 2, work. Almost two thousand at this point. I'm at nineteen hundred. That's a lot of fucking work. And people, I don't know what they expect. It can still be a passion. That's what we. It's like they hate on people for having a passion, but also trying to monetize it. And it's kind of unfair. It's like, what do you fucking want? People can't do this for free forever. And I don't mean that to be slight towards anybody, but you know, it's just a reality. When did the negativity start? Because I feel like if I watch your videos, maybe now, maybe if I dig through the comment section, but I don't remember any negativity when we were at the top of the funnel, kind of starting to get into fragrances, watching yeah. your content, watching other guys' content about fragrances. I don't remember any negativity until we got deeper into the fragrance community. And then we're like, wow, there's a lot of people that really fucking hate, you know, <laughs> all these creators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually, it's been happening at least a little bit, even when I was in the hundreds of subscribers. Wow. It's because at the pace I was at four years ago, it was fast. Now the pace is totally different because the space has grown so much. So now right. the want to get to a thousand subscribers and 4,000 watch hours to monetize, it's a lot easier to achieve than it was when I started. There's different crops of people. I've had people say that watching you, it made me want to start mine. What advice would you give? Yada, yada. All the things that come with that. Yeah. So I humbly appreciate that I'm able to take a little credit for some of the channels that are in this space that got inspired watching me. It's pretty crazy to think really because yeah. we're just talking about how we love fragrance, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it in turn, going back to my point, I even had a little bit like even when I was at five or 600 subscribers, I would hear, oh, well, he's gaining seven a day. He must be buying all seven of them. It's, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then the biggest thing was when we got locked down in 2020, right in the May time frame was when I discovered about really optimizing your videos, really focusing on the analytics, right. uh, keywords, titling, descriptive words tagging a certain way and yep. uh, it was a perfect storm when everybody got locked down i'll never forget 10 cheap fragrance alternatives it's my only video that's currently over a hundred thousand views wow and it really spiked me i, I gained 4,950 subscribers that month. And boy, that's when the rage in the cage happened and everybody was just <laughs> right. convinced that I was buying subscribers. Yeah. And I would like to think I've proven over time that that's just not the case because it's nothing that they can prove and it's nothing that I can prove. Yeah. You know, it's just the data is there for people to see. Uh, so that's really where it came from. It, it comes to there's people that feel like I'm not deserving of the success I've had. And I'm not even remotely close to the most successful person in this space. Can we be transparent about our side of, on our side of it? Yeah, for sure. So we can attest to this as truth. 
because we made at for it was like a meme thing. Yeah, you've seen them where they do the rankings and stuff. And one of those went fucking nuclear. In fact, it went nuclear two months after I posted it. And we wake up one day and we're like, wow, we're like, fuck, this thing's got thirty thousand views. And then like the next day, we're like, god damn, this thing's got seventy thousand. Before we knew it, this one video got three hundred and something thousand views, and our fucking follower count went crazy, skyrocketed, yeah. crazy. For sure. I've got something even crazier than that, and I won't go into detail just because it's not related to fragrances, but me and another friend started a company that was just kind of wildly different. We went from nobody to 30,000 within a month from oh, wow. zero to 30,000 followers on Facebook at the time. This was 2016. Yeah. And I get what you were saying where you're like, you've come to appreciate the trolls and the haters because that's yes. that's immediately what we had to do. Anytime you're really doing something that kind of checks people or, or creates content that makes them question the status quo or whatever, yeah. you're going to have people who love it. You're going to have people who hate it. And the people who hate it are far louder than the people who love it. For and sure. it's like, and they're a small, much yeah, smaller yeah. percentage too. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, they're as equally as loud. One person is equally as loud as ten people who love it. If one person hates it, they're ten times louder than one person that <laughs> yeah. loves it. You know, it takes <laughs> ten people to balance it out. You never remember all the wow, this is great, I love it. But you remember every time somebody points out how much they hate it. You yeah. know, I tell Ryan this all the time. I'm like, eventually, you just learn to see past it. Yeah. It's like we both wear glasses, like getting specs <laughs> or something on your glasses. Like, you know, you can give yourself a headache focusing on it. Yeah. But after a while, you you just learn to see past it. And yeah. I think you probably got to that point, Ross, too, where you just kind of know that it's like it's just buzzing out there and it's not <laughs> not important. Well, well, here's the thing. If I was doing something deceitful, backhanded, any of these things that would mean I need to be nervous about these things, then, then sure, it, I could see where it could bother somebody that has something to hide. But I'm, I'm very transparent with people. I'm genuinely yeah. myself, good, bad, or indifferent at all times, especially in my live streams. You guys got to see it firsthand the other day. Oh, on man, live I've seen you get cornered in a live stream and you like were so chill about it yeah. and i mean they even cut it and posted it on ode jerks but i was just like where's the hate for this because you were like being nice i mean you yeah. honestly like it would put most people in a very defensive position and it, it would be you, easy to fall into that but i yeah, mean yeah. i have nothing to hide and i know who i am there's people in this community that have gotten to know me personally that know who i am i have very loyal friends. I have very loyal acquaintances in many ways. And just as much as I have naysayers and so on, like it's a 50-50 kind of thing. And the people that are against me in any form or fashion just really don't know me. And they kind of paint these narratives, assuming that they know certain things. And, you know, I'm open to burying hatchets and making nice with anybody because end of the day we're talking about a very strange hobby where we literally <laughs> collect fragrances and like to smell different things <laughs> yeah there's really no no room in my mind for this and i guess it's just part of it that's our same sentiment because we're just like we're just smelling fragrances why is there <laughs> all this drama in the community and you know we kind of had a realization because in the beginning like we stated earlier we watched a lot of you guys as we started off and we honestly just speaking candidly we had a point we even have some episodes about it where we're 
so negative about top 10 stuff. Yeah, we and we left it up. And yeah, at, we're not we, going to take it down. We went at one point when we listened to it and we we're like, wow, that's so cringy. We hate that. <laughs> and we were like, should we he pull hates it? it? I don't. <laughs> I, I just think like it's just us pissing and moaning for 45 <laughs> minutes. I was just like, at one point, Ryan was like, do we pull it down? I'm like, no, it's character development. We got to keep it up. <laughs> you know, people have to be able to see the journey. But yeah, at the time, we were frustrated as content creators because we were like, we were really getting into cool niche stuff. And we were like, man, this is a lot of fucking work. If we want this to be successful, do we have to follow the mold and do it? And the reality is just like, no, you just got to keep doing your thing. Keep doing it for a long period of time. It's not just going to go off overnight, but you just have to stick to it and stick to it and stick to it. And that is what success looks like. And to top off on that, for you, do you remember, I think you just said a minute ago, what video did you say again? Like you just remember it just going off and it kind of changed for you. This was the one that triggered it. And then the next series of videos really, because I was bringing in new people left and right and they were watching everything because they're bored at home. Yeah. Right. Like the TikTok went, bored in the house and I'm in the house bored. That was a real thing. <laughs> yeah. That was a real thing. It was actually the second time I did it. I did a top five because I was tagged to do it. Cheap fragrance alternatives. Then I just did an outright 10 and that caught fire. And two days later, I did 10 cheap fragrances for life. And that, it just built. It just started building 10 beast mode fragrances. All these kind of cliched, what I, me and my buddy Justin like to call the shallow videos. Yeah. <laughs> There's no real substance to them unless you can find a way to really make it mean something to you and your audience, which that's the advice I would give to anybody that just hates the idea of doing the list videos is find a way to keep it authentic to who you are and how you go about things with the content and your fragrances and make it mean something, base it around personal experience. And it's not going to be as cringe for you to do because <laughs> yeah. there's a way to play the game and still make it mean something to you in the audience. That's the main point I want to get across. Cause I like, I love to do the individual reviews still. I love to do the haul videos. I like to do, you guys have seen it. I like to do a variety yeah. of content, but at the end of the day to keep pace and to achieve goals, you set, you do have to play the game some sort of way, but, as long as you're making it mean something and you're being genuine with what you're portraying to people, it makes it easier as time progresses. Yeah, we've come back around to it, too. I've used this example, and I'll throw myself under the bus again. <laughs> when I'm bored, I catch myself. It's not fragrance videos at this point. It used to be. But now I'll still watch, you know, top 10 plot twist of all time, you know, top 10 things to watch on Netflix right now. Yeah. Like, I'll watch those no problem. And I think I go, why was I irritated then if I actually enjoy that content? And I think it's because it's meant for like if there's a funnel, it's meant for somebody who's in one specific part of the funnel. And when you go past that, I think sometimes you go like, I've progressed more than that. Yeah. And maybe maybe I don't need that content anymore. But that doesn't mean that someone else doesn't exactly. or someone else doesn't enjoy it or, yeah. you know, well, so at I the think- end of the day, you're offered variety this way because the average viewer Let's just use our space, for example, in the fragrance world. The average viewer wants to hear a brief synopsis with enough information about a multitude of fragrances in one video. That's why they're so popular. Right. Now, there's the purists that don't want this space to move to where people are making any money and 
free bottles and all these things that are <laughs> yeah. purists that want us to go back to, you know, Steven sitting in front of a TV stand with a 360p four by three camera. Shout out to Steven Red Lessons because that's 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, they, want, yeah. they want us to go back to that. They don't believe that there can be passion and monetization, which is the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's everything, right? Why is it not allowed to happen in this venue, but sports or music or any type of entertainment whatsoever is allowed to monetize? Why is it a bad thing if you find somebody that's been able to take a passion and still continue to produce tons of that content that you're consuming, then why why can they not be compensated for that? You know, no. the majority is okay with it. It's the purists that have been around the hobby for years. That's who doesn't want it to move forward. They want it to still be the, like you were saying, the garage band that's not going <laughs> to make it. It's that. There's yeah. people that want it to still be that. Right. And God bless them for it. But things are the inevitable. There's a group for every hobby. And yes, as crazy <laughs> as it sounds, perfumery has become a hobby for a lot of people globally. It is blown up. Just crazy. Yes. The last three years have been a huge growth. Nuts. The last, you can just look over 10 years to five years ago to three to two. Now it's by the year. Yeah. We're at that point where it's just exponential every year. It's wild that. Just over the course of the past probably six years of hanging out, Ryan and I have made content mostly about cinema because yeah. we're just first, we just love movies and stuff like that, which I think will lead us into your fragrance here later. But we've made so much content. We've never had any content go wildly popular like this fragrance podcast, which, by the way, like you said, who even knows there's a fragrance podcast out there? <laughs> They're so hard to find, you know, podcasts boy, in general. if there was ever the right name for one, <laughs> you guys have We it. got it. Yeah. <laughs> I suggest trademarking it if you haven't already. That's right. Well, yeah, we've got it in the bank so far now. We're, we're good on it. But yeah, good, those, good. we did six or seven episodes as a different name and we were kind of telling you on your uh, live stream that it was just like we just kept googling and going why does nobody have this why is the dot com available why is nobody on yeah. YouTube with this you know it's the most simple thing to search for if you want a podcast talking about cologne because the average consumer doesn't use the word fragrance exactly yeah because yeah. yeah, we were yep. the average consumer when we started we're past that now now that we've just smelled a bajillion fragrances but we're still I mean we're still so early in the game too yeah. yeah you're not a newbie when you're hanging out at exxon's well, no <laughs> but gonna say but being next to chris from fragmental and tony from fragdicted and listening to them talk about a fragrance i was like i feel like an idiot because <laughs> aren't they awesome though they're great guys <laughs> absolutely great guys and i'll be real with you i thought fragmental i thought chris i thought he was faking it oh no 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 chris is hilarious well i know that was i was just like there's no way this guy's this nice I was just like, there's no possible way. <laughs> and then we spent four days, probably 20 hours a day together for four days. And I was like, this guy's the real deal. He is. I love him more than Ryan. I, yeah. I was <laughs> honestly, I was like, if we live closer, there are so many negative things about Ryan that I ignore just because I have a lack of options as far as friends go. If Chris was nearby, he would be my best friend by far. There you for go. For sure. <laughs> it's, it's easy to feel that way about Chris. I spent some time in the UK uh, or yeah. at the beginning of the year and, and I, I made an appearance in his Creed videos. I saw, saw that, which was great. We left. We left. <laughs> yeah, we, that, man. we, we have so a good. lot more content to come out across a few channels. We got a little, little something holding us up that hopefully within the next few months, fingers crossed, comes out. So the rest of the content, because there's one big piece of content that needs to come out first. Yeah. Nice. Um, 
but that was the main reason for the trip. But I got to spend some time with him for a few days and he is salt of the earth. Chris is fantastic. I can't say enough good things about Chris. He's the best. Tony's the same way too. Those two I've guys. I've never met Tony. It's, o- it's only been an internet friendship, but he's always seemed, I would say, put him in the same category. Just a wonderful human. A hundred percent. That was the thing that I said, because I shot an email out talking about it. And I was like, the thing that I loved most about going to Excellence was that I was actually around people in the fragrance community. And I was like, the people are so great. There's just so many people that I ran into. And I was just like, man, these, they're real people. They're great people. This is the best part. This is the best part about the fragrance community is the people. <laughs> yeah. And that's what made me so frustrated about why is there so much fucking negativity out there? Me, I'm always like, I'm a bridge builder sort of a guy. Like, I'm like, how can we connect as many people as possible? I want, I want that in life. And I get so frustrated yeah. when people are actively looking for reasons to disagree. Well, misery doesn't like to see happy. <laughs> for you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because and the funny thing is, the miserable people will argue you down about how they're not mis- miserable and you're full of shit. Yeah, um, like they love it's it. It's like just like jealous people have no fucking clue they're jealous. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's just the way the world works, and there's no arguing with that. You guys have been around people enough to know you can tell who you can have a real conversation with and who you're wasting your breath with. Oh yeah, yep. absolutely. And that's one thing that I was telling him about George because I was lucky enough to be invited to a dinner that George was at. When I came back and we started talking about brands and talking about the people behind the brands, the conversations that I had with George Zaharoff, I was like, those conversations were about real life shit. We were talking about passion and family and, you know, all the things except for business. I could tell the things he got really glued on was looking at the quality of a person. You could see that instantly in him. And I was like, this guy's such a real dude. There's a reason I call him the unicorn. There's not (laughs) a lot like him out there. I'm not saying he's the greatest person on the planet, but he's one of. And if I get some flack for saying that, then you just don't know George Zaharoff. (laughs) Uh, he's He's a wonderful human. And anybody that gets to meet him, gets to know him, gets to spend time with him and listen to some of the life experiences and knowledge he can share, you walk out of it as a better person with knowledge, more knowledge than you had going into it. When he was over there, I mean, it would be like, I guess four o'clock in the morning, your time over there. Yeah. He would be tired, but he called me that night. He was like, man, this cat is legit. He told me how real he was. And again, he spoke more of the person aspect. And again, when he came back, he was changed and he was kind of pulling the blinders up for me. But it's (laughs) like, you know, I think people don't get a chance to see the real side of people. You include it and all these other content creators. Yeah. They don't realize deep down like you're a human you have your passions one of them is probably your channel i would assume absolutely and it's something you're passionate about you love and you've put blood sweat and tears into it and so what if you kind of reap benefits of it but at the end of the day it is something you care about and they try, they kind of neglect that and just want to be able to judge people on superficial shit instead of going hey they're fucking real you know well when it comes to my audience i've I've said this many times to them and the ones that keep coming back, they understand it because a buddy of mine in the community made a very good point not that long ago that uh, they asked, how do you feel about people getting free bottles? And he's like, I have no problem with it. Well, why do you have no problem with it? He's like, well, let's say you have a channel and you have a certain number of subscribers and this fan base, let's call it what it is. It's a fan base. Now I'm quoting. He said, if you watch this person enough, you should know if they're full of shit. Yeah. And I thought that was the most interesting and valid of points to make. If you've watched more than a few of my videos, you should know if I'm full of shit by now. Right. 
Right. For sure. So, cause I pride myself greatly in the trust that people give me in recommendations and wanting to spend their money on seeing me get excited about something. Yes. So I don't get super excited about every fragrance I smell. No. <laughs> right. You can tell when I'm lukewarm. <laughs> you can tell when I'm blown away. Yeah. <laughs> and I just go off of how I feel. I encourage sampling because one of my favorite sayings is I blind buy so you don't have to. Because I don't want people to just go spending like crazy just because I have, let's call it what it is, a buying addiction when it comes to these fragrances <laughs> no doesn't doubt. make it okay. And, and I don't advocate for anyone consuming the content to try to do the same because it's right. not everybody has the means because then you see people charging credit cards and, oh yeah, you know, kind of, kind of, it's not that serious. You know, if you find something you really enjoy and you're passionate about and you love the way it smells, the truth is you don't need to buy more than that. You're becoming a hobbyist when you start buying more than what you need. Yeah. Don't let any of this fool you. We're broke. Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. why, that's why we sample, literally, we get samples of everything. Yeah. I mean, to actually segue to this, we had a sample of this okay yeah because i think through you we got sent the zed creators line and then also the leather tobacco yes yeah i remember y'all reached out asking about samples and i and i got with george to, to shoot a discovery set over you guys way and yeah. we appreciate it thank you yeah, so much for sure and prior to this uh, about this has been about a week or two since we bought this I appreciate that, gentlemen. Thank you for the support. We literally yeah. went out and bought this because it, we're kind of spoiling the episode a little bit, but we did our review of it. We did. We loved it. We thought it was a good fragrance. It kind of gives me, it's like, it's it's fresh and it's a little bit masculine. I fucking love it. I love this fragrance. And so we're like, we're going to buy this. So we're we're literally splitting this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. Thank you for the support. Seriously. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because if you've listened to any episode, we do a skip it, a sample it or buy it, you know, and mm -hmm. the utmost rarest occasion have a bottle. But most of the time we will get a decant, try it out. If we really love a fragrance, we go, oh, yeah, we this is a buy. You know, no. we'll at some point when we have the funds, we're going to buy this fragrance. And this was one that not just because you're on the show, but we were so impressed with. Yeah. And it worked so well for both of us yeah. that we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll pull our <laughs> money together and we'll buy a bottle. You know, this doesn't happen all. The thing that I love about it is like it's loud without being loud yeah, in not, a way. It's not abrasive. Abrasive is a good word. I was about to yeah. say the same yeah. thing. It's not yeah. real aggressive, but it's very present. For sure. Yeah, I was just telling you before we got on here because we were we had a guy here looking to fix our floors here, and <laughs> I was over here doing. Uh, I was mocking you. I was spraying and whiffing it around. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was uh, I was telling him, you know it's honestly it's very much office safe without being generically office. If yeah. that kind of makes sense. Well, it's an evolution on business over pleasure. It's little brother, it's predecessor. That was built to be the safe office friendly fragrance. It's for a moment in time in my life when I was wearing a suit and tie to work every day in an office setting. That's back when I worked at Mercedes. It was a, a luxury, a privately owned luxury dealership too. So it's even more upscale when they're privately owned and not part of the big corporations in the car, in the car world, you know? Gotcha. So, okay. So this was an evolution of it because I don't know if you gentlemen have ever tried business over pleasure, but you can smell its DNA built into Evening Mystique. It even says on the box, business over pleasure act two. We did see that. Yeah. We weren't able to get because at the time like we said when the first version or the first iteration of the Zed Creators line was released those very first releases there's no way we could have bought a bottle from this yeah. so we were buying decants from 
split sites and different websites and stuff like that. And so we could not get business over pleasure. Yeah. We were able to get the siren and um, oh yeah that was the hype beast of the three for sure which was a shocker that that one was available because we want we really wanted to smell business over pleasure as well we felt yeah. like that when the way it was presented and marketed we were like that's us we need that you know yeah. so we want to smell that and do an episode on it but we weren't able to get a sample of it but this go around we we smelled the sample of evening mystique and we were like we have to get a bottle of this before we can't get a bottle of this because we really like it. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. And obviously, we haven't dejuiced it yet. We wanted to have a little presentation here, but we literally are going to split this amongst us in some decants. So For sure, yeah. Don't worry about that. I want you to both have one. I would love to, whichever one of you want to keep that one, I want to send the other one a bottle so you can both have it. Send it to me and send me like a nice handwritten letter. Wow. Well, well, the thing is, it's wow. going to come from Chicago. So <laughs> I, I, I can't do the handwritten <laughs> letters were for the pre-sale. You know? Oh, okay. Wow. Just like Mike trying to get extra shit over me, man. <laughs> How about this? How about this? I can type out a real nice, uh, a real nice <laughs> message on our Instagram conversation. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But no, I'd, I'd love to do that. I don't want you guys to have to split it. We still have some stock. We increased the stock due to the nomination with the Fragrance Foundation for the packaging. So George filled some more bottles to kind of you know extend it because we were getting close to where we were about to be out of all three. Now we have some more stock to work with so I, i'd love to mike i'll shoot it your way if, if ryan wants to keep that one or vice versa yeah yeah That's whatever guys, just let me know where to send it and I'll, I'll i'll reach out to george and have him send you a bottle dude thanks again for that that's so awesome it yeah. is again this is all thank y'all for the support i mean because look y'all went out and bought that bottle when you didn't have to because it compelled you from sampling it to buy it and uh i just appreciate you guys having me on here and just look at it as a token of my appreciation for giving me the opportunity to speak on your platform we recorded our first reactions and we wanted to do that before we got on with you because we were like we want it to be genuine we don't want there to be pressure to where we're like, oh, it's a, uh, it's great, man. You know, good, uh, good job. You know? Look, I can, I can, I can take criticism if it's somebody's genuine thoughts. I'm, I'm all for it, man. Because not, every, not everybody likes everything. You know, I get that's it. the point. If you can't really make it that way, or it gets too generic at that point, it's got to have. Like, well, then it gets criticism for being generic. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing yeah. it's, it's gonna get some criticism so <laughs> no doubt. You know. well with us we were initially like i even told ryan i'm like man i feel like i'm holding back compliments on the episode because i'm like trying not to hype it but i like it so much yeah. that i'm like so i was just like after all like i just have to be <laughs> honest and say this is it's got to be a buy this is one i really really like to me it reminded me of like a sophisticated fragrance that i wouldn't be afraid to wear i feel like it's complicated enough to like be like intriguing yeah. But it's like some of the fragrances like Homage and some of these other brands that have these that I'm like, I want to wear. I don't like them all the way through. I like them like two hours into the fragrance. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it's like I've already got a headache on it, <laughs> you know. And I felt like this one was like as soon as I sprayed it, I was like, there, that's what it needs to be. There <laughs> it is, you know. I appreciate that because it's one that definitely nuances. It's, it's pretty complex for it's. The least complex note breakdown of the three, but it nuances arguably the most from what I've seen with feedback with people. It goes through about four or five stages on skin, at least for me and other feedback I've gotten. Changes pretty drastically from the opening to the heart and early dry down for sure. You guys were nice enough to send us, I think it was seven and a half or 10 mil or something like that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like seven and a half mils or seven mils, the travel sizes. We went ham on it. We just <laughs> covered our bodies in it. I, and I ended up having, um, I was teaching photography at an event 
So there's people coming and going. So we're outside in this, I mean, it's open fields here in Texas mm-hmm. and it, people would come down the hill, there'd be a group of people and they'd always go, wow, it smells great down here. <laughs> That's <laughs> I mean, we awesome. Were, we were outside, you know, <laughs> we might've already bought it at that point. We loved it so much. We're like, okay, it's buy and, <laughs> and pull the trigger. But after that, I was like really worried about how I was going to make sure I got my 50 mil out of this bottle. It actually would have been 60 mil because it's, yeah, it's, it's 120. Mil. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I really like this. I called Ryan on the way back and I, I was just like, man, for real, like this is such a great fragrance. I could, I was getting whiffs of it all throughout the night. Everybody else was. <laughs> it wasn't terrible for the people who were close, but like no. in a group setting, people could smell it too. It's hard to find a fragrance balance like that to where you can be in close and it doesn't doesn't bug you but also if you're within a group like you it's got some power yeah. in the group and i was just so impressed by that out of this fragrance because i normally don't wear loud fragrances just because i can't stand not being able to be close without either me feeling overwhelmed or worrying about someone else feeling overwhelmed and this was one that really checked that box there's very few fragrances that do that no. well that's through the brilliance of claude that's Claude Deere's magnificence and talents uh, because it comes down to the reason you're able to have that strong but not intrusive aspect to it is the Rose Super Essence oil that's in there. It's actually the second most expensive oil behind Natural Florentine Iris, which is also in there. So the two most expensive fragrance oils you can get are, are both in that fragrance. Yeah. Uh, it's a three-year process to curate the, the actual Florentine iris from flower to oil that you're mixing. Wow. wow. Claude explained it to me. It's a three-year process. He really broke it down to me. That's It's a blessing to have that relationship, by the way. I'd just like to say yeah, thank you, Claude Deere, for the wonderful friendship <laughs> and for the wonderful creations. that Because it comes down to my vision through his talents, and I don't think it could have came out better. It's beyond my expectation of what I wanted. We didn't go through a ton of renditions. Yeah. The final modification was Mod 4. And I had went about two months with Mod 3, feeling like there was something missing and got him to add some resins. That's where the additional olibanum resin, which is just another incense, because it already had frankincense, but Mm -hmm. the olibanum resin and the myrrh, that's where they came into play, was for the final rendition. And it was just, it was everything I envisioned and more. The performance is exactly what I would like. Again, where it's strong, it's present, but it doesn't overwhelm. It lingers. The base comes out pretty heavily. That's why 25% was the choice. It wasn't about finding performance. It was finding the balance with the base. Right. Because as you increase the oil concentration without adjusting the formula, you're adjusting the top versus the base is basically what's happening. You're losing top and gaining base. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. So that's where it wasn't a trying to get longevity kind of thing because the oils in there has the longevity. It's a heavier fragrance, which still has the rose super essence provides that airy feel to it. Gotcha. Uh, It's not really the juniper and the cypress so much as the rose super essence. That's why it's called that super essence in the name. Mm -hmm. It's this certain aromatic tone to it. It's very breezy type of oil, rose oil. Uh, that's what makes it so expensive. It's created a certain way. He explained it to me. I just, I can't parrot it back in the moment. <laughs> no but uh, I appreciate all the, you know, sharing these experiences with me and, and really letting me know what kind of compelled you guys to spend your hard-earned money on on supporting the project and getting the bottle. It's awesome to hear these kind of the trials of testing the fragrance, I guess is what we'll say. I mean, we wanted to be real with you. We did feel like just from interacting with you online that we don't have to sugarcoat anything with you when we're talking about it. Yeah. It just so happened that we just really love this fragrance. And so we don't 
we don't have to be assholes. <laughs> and look, I can I can take it. Like I said, I'm the ball busting type. I can, I can take it. You know what I mean? I understand. But I appreciate the kind words, gentlemen. I really do. You've got to feel proud of this thing, right? Very, very much. I'm not okay with somebody saying it's trash. I'm okay with somebody critiquing it that it's not for them or their taste. Right. Or they don't like certain aspects. Actual critique, I'm all for. Saying it's trash. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I know that I know this is a really good fragrance. You know, I stand firmly behind this behind Evening Mystique. It's like I said, it's everything I wanted it to be and more. I guess I should say yourself and George should feel pretty proud of this. And I say both for a couple of reasons. Obviously the fragrance smells good. As Mike said, we are obsessed with story. We're obsessed with stuff like that. And we do love the packaging of this is unique. I love the colors. I love how the design I know that. Technically, we really shouldn't give a shit, but I mean, we do because we get cheap shit sometimes. I'm like, oh, this this sucks. Michael Jordan flight bottle looks whack, you know. <laughs> so yes, it's like, it does. It sure does. So it's like it, we do kind of appreciate some of the yeah. hard work put in on this stuff. And I guess I kind of want to know if you're able to tell us, you know, sure. you know, what's it like behind the scenes working with somebody like George Zaharoff and coming up with ideas of how you kind of want even the bottle to look, or you know, the the plate, yeah, the plate stuff like that. So the fun of that, because it's a collaborative effort on the scent with Claude. George has no input on that. He gives us free reign. That's cool. Uh, and then with the packaging, that's the collaboration with George, because George designs the packaging. Gotcha. So the idea, the play idea was his when I told him the story I was looking to tell and the scent profile that me and Cla Claude create were creating and working on at the time. I know you guys don't have business over pleasure, but that is the same color palette as business over pleasure. I'm sure you've seen it. It's a playing card. Yes. It's got yeah, me yeah. and George mm -hmm. on it. It's the same color palette, just a more vintage tone and hue to the colors. The blue's faded. The red is now a deep burgundy. It's actually technically called purple red is the official name of the color. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the yellow is more of a faded gold now instead of a bright, like almost mustard-like yellow. It goes into it being a true flanker to the original. So the idea behind it in the story was this is the same business professional. I'm telling my own story from this time. This is because, you know, in a professional setting, you have to conduct yourself a certain way. Right. Yeah. So you suppress a certain side of the personality, the more fuck it side of the personality, I guess we'll say, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, lack yeah. of a better term. Yeah. Um, and that's what I wanted to represent here. It's the same person. That's why it's a flanker. It's the same DNA. It's just an elevation and evolution of that personality it's the other side of the coin if you will where you cut loose a little bit more yeah there's more intrigue there's more mystery hence the word mystique being in there yeah. and it's even though it's a great daily wear a lot of people have been like i don't get why it's called even mystique i like this more as a daytime scent <laughs> for if sure you compare yeah. it to business over pleasure it is the evening appropriate take an interpretation yes on that dna so if you look at it as a standalone i could see where they can say well i like this just as much during the day i agree i wear it to, during the day most of the time too <laughs> um it's just when you look at the full story that's where it'll make more sense no doubt you know and the velvet the velvet on the box that's to interpret that's an interpretation of the curtain so great the seats the rope at the play, I actually filmed some stuff at a local theater over here for the launch video. Yeah, we got to see that. Yeah, yeah that that was that was quite fun to do. It's just something different. It's it's yeah. a very different take on my typical content. It was kind of grungy and film school, uh, low budget style. That was the whole point of it. Yeah, 
And it really tied in well to the theme. And that's supposed to be like, if you look at the box, that's the poster. You know how you go to the theater and they have the posters for now playing. Yeah. That's what the plate is on the box. What I thought it was going to smell like and what it smelled like were like distant cousins. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be louder, more resonous more syrupy yeah. maybe sweet maybe like no, overly sweet syrupy. or smoky <laughs> yeah like all these all these things i thought it was gonna smell like and i was like prepared to be like okay this is not for me mm-hmm. and then part of it was like i was so pumped when i did smell it i was like no this is exactly for me and I'm not trying to make this awkward, but I was telling (laughs) Ryan, I was like, this is almost a perfect fragrance for me because I was like, wow, I'm always leaning towards citrus fragrances because I want them to give me a little bit of something up front and then I want them to chill out. That way I get it for me. I enjoy it in the car ride. We're in Texas. It takes 45 minutes to get somewhere. (laughs) This way you don't get sick of it, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So then it's like I get that for that 45 minutes. It's great. And then whenever I get around people, I'm not just like banging a drum around everybody, you know, (laughs) clashing cymbals and being so loud with my fragrance. And this is one of those fragrances. It has all the qualities to be inviting and and loud enough to pull people in without being overwhelming. And the scent profile is like uh, very sophisticated. And I've been telling him too, I was like, man, I'm looking after hanging out with Chris and Tony and they smell so sophisticated every time I'm around them. <laughs> and, and you know, I'm wearing just yeah. like very clean, generic type fragrances. I was like, man, I got to lean into something sophisticated. And then we got back and smelled this. And I was like, this is it. This is it for me. I've been looking for this fragrance. <laughs> so, so the idea behind it was this is more of an enthusiast fragrance, whereas Business Over Pleasure was much more safe and versatile. With This was made for the enthusiast that's not looking for a challenge at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's there's a lot more artistry to the way this was designed and the story being told, more even more so than what Business Over Pleasure was. There was, there was a story there, and the artistry's there. It's just elevated here without being challenging. Now, look, if you don't like vegetal kind of green openings, Maybe the opening's not for everybody. I've had some feedback for that. But then if you give it a few minutes, you're like, holy crap, this changes and transforms completely after a few minutes. So some people love it. Like you guys are saying, you love the opening. Yes. Yeah. Big fan myself, obviously. <laughs> right. uh, but once you let that iris settle in and the cypress comes out more, it really becomes a different fragrance. You know, For sure. That's why I said there's multiple stages to it. But I really appreciate all I mean, that's pretty high praise. I mean, you're not just you're not just blowing smoke up my ass, are you? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm weird. just busting the balls. I, I appreciate it, Mike. Really We're like, uh, try to be careful not to do that because I think that's the one thing that people are scared of in the fragrance community is overhype, you yeah. know? So I feel like at times we're almost knee jerk to not compliment too hard and we got to be careful not to do that either because when we really like something we need to let people know we really like this we've had people kick us in the shins in the past for doing that well, one was with Hasvat yeah. because we loved Hasvat it's a great fragrance it is a great fragrance it's a great fragrance it's so much better than Aventus I don't come at me whoever wants to get mad <laughs> dude about we that. had so many emails <laughs> of people writing us in going fuck you guys for saying this is so good I hate this and we're like I'm sorry look it, we're not gonna 
going to get any money for you buying this. We just <laughs> yeah. really liked it, you know? At the so, end of the day, you can't fear what the few are going to think, and you just got to be honest. That's it. And if you if if your honesty is overwhelming positivity, then that's just what it is. Yeah. You know, take it from a guy that gets more criticism than anyone else in the space. <laughs> it's right. true, man. Just just be honest w- with you people and, and with yourself, and who cares? You know, if people want to come along for the ride with you, that's who you're talking to anyways. Well, on this ride, Ross, to kind of, we'll kind of wind down here. What is next? Because obviously, in many eyes, even in some people who've been strong critics of you have said this is a home run fragrance. I appreciate that. It's hard to deny how good this thing is. Where do you go from here? What are your next steps or your plans? Uh, Well, there's no immediate plans to do anything beyond this for a second round. Uh, It's George has the never say never attitude for down the road. The key focus for Zaharoff as far as the Zed Creators project, is to finish up opening the European markets, which I'm sure he explained that to you when you had dinner with him. That's kind of the main focus for Zaharov as a brand right now. So the Zed Creators project after these are done is going to be it for a while, possibly ever. We don't know, uh, but we've all enjoyed it. And I got to say, it's not so easy for me to go work with someone else given the experience I've been giving twice now with Zaharov. So it's one of those things where I don't, I'm not, it's a never say never thing. I'm not saying I, I'm not open to working with anybody else in the future. No. It's just, it's going to be hard to top the experience I've had. So as far as a collaborative creating another fragrance type of thing, it's the unknown for right now. Mm-hmm. The only thing, the kind of the thing I'm keyed in and zoned in on right now is, boy, I would really love that silver play button for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no that's, doubt. My, that's my current goal. That's the goal. Uh, yeah. I'm, pacing, I'm pacing the first of the year right now. Who knows if I'll keep the pace, but that's like I've told my audience in live streams, like if and when I'm going to open that package on camera and I'm probably going to tear up and cry a little bit because that's it's a lot of hard work. solidifying the time and effort that has gone into this. And it's there's only two milestones on YouTube. Yeah. The hundred thousand silver play button and the one million gold play button. Yeah, and it's it's a big deal for a creator that when you put a lot of time and effort into your content and you're really passionate about what you do, it's for a lot of people it's as big as it gets as far as milestones on content creation because not everybody's going to get to a million subscribers, you know. Right. You know? So I'm very eagerly looking forward to that day because I know that day will come. Yeah, it's not a matter of if it's when I truly believe that. And uh, <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm laser focused right now is, you know, still bringing my authentic self to everyone and trying to bring value to people that want to consume the content when it comes to my opinions and just, you know, keeping my nose to the grindstone. Basically, it's it's the same old same. I treat every day the same. I have an agenda. I have a goal. I set goals daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. Yeah, I'm very goal oriented. So uh, that's the main focus is continuing to grow my presence online. And if any other opportunities such as what we just discussed with Evening Mystique come around, I'm open to, like I tell any and all brands, I'm open to hearing anybody out for anything. It's got to make sense for all three parties involved for me to even consider it for the brand, for the audience and for myself. If all three parties can't benefit, I will not do it. Right. It's just that simple. Man. Well, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on, Ross. 
not only here, but you inviting us on the live stream and just embracing this sort of cross-platform type thing, because we at times do kind of feel like we're out on an island uh, <laughs> doing the podcast. So to be kind of welcomed in, kind of open arms, uh, because if you look at our YouTube channel, it's like 400 and something subs or something <laughs> like that, you know? And shame on me. I realized earlier I wasn't subscribed. I subscribed earlier today. I was like, <laughs> oh, wow, I thought I could have swore I had One more, baby. That. Yeah, so <laughs> did it. My, my apologies that for some reason I had been lackadaisical about that. No, that's, that's okay. You know, we have always kind of said we're a podcast first. You know, um, we will occasionally make video content that corresponds with what we're doing, but we love and we're passionate about the audio format. And so we're we're trying to be as good as we can be the best version of ourselves there. And a lot of times that means we can't put time into doing as much video content. And so we're okay with not growing on those platforms, but it is really nice to interact and and make good friends out of guys like you that are really hustling on those platforms and have really built built something up that you should be super proud of and we're proud of it for you yeah very humbling and honorable experience for me like i said it's an honor to be on here because i look at you guys at the front runner as the front runners in this particular niche within the niche <laughs> right <laughs> would be the way to look at it just like the live streaming community is the niche within the niche yeah podcasting is is another segment just like it it's the fragrance community is a niche on its own then you guys are the niche within the niche so it's i can't thank you enough for having me this was great to have, just have a candid conversation kind of sitting around having a drink kind of conversation <laughs> basically <laughs> for um, sure man with you know letting the tongues fly with with you know foul potty mouths <laughs> truth they're used to it they're I, our, I our really, listeners for sure <laughs> it's it, you guys are my style <laughs> God's definitely my style. And likewise, man, we appreciate what you're doing out there. And uh, you've got fans in us for sure. No. Right back at you guys. You got a fan for in sure. for sure. Okay. That was our episode with Ross. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, spray, spray it, it up, up y'all. y'all.